RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. It's Victory Monday for all you Buccaneer fans out there. So we're rejoicing and we're celebrating, but we're also evaluating. You know, if you're listening, if you want to listen to a podcast that's fluffy and talks about how great the Bucks are, this ain't the one, okay? Because once again, victory, we're one and one uh, for a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. Uh, that was a seven and nine team I saw yesterday out there. It's not bad. You won a football game. I'm not complaining, but that won't get it done. That's not consistent enough football to beat the Saints. Maybe even not the Falcons, who like to give away games at the end. That's not that's not good enough. Okay, um, Tom Brady was was up and down. Some of it wasn't pretty. Some of it was gorgeous. Okay, that's part of it. But as a whole, offensively, defensively, not it's not good enough. It's not. I mean, we're talking about a Super Bowl, people. Um, defensively. We gave up a lot of booty yesterday to a team that's not very good. That's not a very good football team. Nobody expects Carolina to win more than five games this year. I don't. And once again, we beat them. We beat them going away. I didn't think we do. We rushed a passer nice yesterday for the most part. I didn't think we ran the football effectively enough. Way too many drops. Way too many miscommunications. Um, just off-looking football. Second half, when you have a two a, a touchdown lead, kill them, put them out, put them away. There was a time midway through the fourth quarter where the Buccaneers had 18 yards offense in the second half. It's not good enough. Sorry. So if you think this is going to be that fluffy podcast, that ain't going to happen. First, I want to say thoughts go out to James White, uh, who lost his father yesterday, an hour before the uh, game, which is obviously terrible. His mother was also hospitalized, um, so he's going through that. So. I know Tom Brady was friends with him and teammates, and they were going back and forth. So I just hope everything works out with James White. That's a tough situation for anybody to be going through. That that is for sure. All right, going back to this football game. um, Ronald Jones, I'm seeing spurts. I've been asking for spurts. I'm seeing spurts of greatness. That The touchdown run he had, nice stiff arm. Really hadn't seen much of that. Ronald Jones has gotten himself a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger. And, you know, we saw it a little bit there. That was nice. Uh, Fournette had a couple nice big runs. As a whole, we need to start running the football more efficiently, though. Too many plays for lost yardage, too many one-yard runs. And, you know, when I watch the Pittsburgh Steelers play football, that's my kind of football. Rushing the passer, kicking ass up front, running the football two, sometimes three, four times in a row. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that lasts in December and January. The Buccaneers are still trying to figure out their identity running the football. Now, there's a couple things that happen within the game, good, bad, and different, and I'm going to let them all out because, I'm not. once again, it's not going to be fluffy. It's not going to be, oh, woe's me because they won the football game. So there were some wonderful things, and there were some not-so-wonderful things. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, 367 yards. We, we won't go crazy on that, okay, because, you know, it's it's about how many points you give up. 
when the yards came, and they got a lot in the second half, which I didn't like the long drive in the second half. Wasn't a big fan of that. If you're a great defense, get your ass off the field. All right? We had two wide receivers with 100 yards, or they had two wide receivers with 100 yards. So we have to take care of that. Um, Donovan Smith, last week, you know, on the show, the Ron and Ian show, people were asking for him to be cut and benched. I think he had one holding call yesterday. Other than that, really didn't hear his name much, which is good. All right. Tristan Wirfs, I really haven't heard his name much all season. Barely. Believe me, if you're a rookie offensive lineman and we're not hearing his name, those are good things. Those are real, real good things. So he's so far so good. All right. Mike Evans, I thought, played well. All right. Mike Evans, who's not a burner by any means, uh, gets out there and he makes some plays when he has to. Um, Rob Bronkowski, mm, I mean, okay, you're blocking, but I don't think that Tom Brady went to get Tom Gronk, you know, Gronkowski out of uh, retirement to block, I don't think, but it doesn't look right offensively at this moment, okay? He was beat up an old two years ago, and it's two years uh, later, so maybe this is what we should be expecting, but he looks a little plodding out there. He just... You almost hear him stepping, you know? But it, that doesn't look quite right yet. I'm not saying it can't get right. You know, O.J. Howard, one catch for 11 yards. You know, in a game like that, I expect O.J. Howard to catch five, six balls. That's just me. O.J. Howard caught a touchdown last week on a misdirection play on the backside. Like, that's a trickeration type play. I need O.J. Howard part of the offense. First, second down, you know, in, you know, in the middle of the field. Not just trick plays. You need more than that. You're too talented for that. I've been a guy who's called out Cameron Brait for years. I don't get it. I don't get it. Cameron, I, I asked for Cameron Brait to get traded the whole offseason. You know what we'd, we'd have lost? Squadooch. Zero catches in two weeks. I don't even know if he played. I'm not, I'm not even going to look. I don't care. But he don't do nothing. He doesn't do anything. Nothing. Don't hear his name ever. $6 million a year he makes. $6 million a year to not catch the ball. It's not good enough. Vita Vea, invisible this year. Not good enough. It's not good enough. I was asking for Vita Vea to start getting some, you know, Pro Bowl votes. You ain't going to get it that way. For all you gambling enthusiasts out there, winning season returns at MyBookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. This is something you have to take advantage of. Winning season means insane props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport wagers. At MyBookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. And I tell you what, I'm taking advantage of it. I put some nice bets down yesterday and uh, made some money, which is nice. We all have to rejoice the NFL has returned. That means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes. Get in on the action. Use the promo code INTRENCHES and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to the sport you love and the games you bet. I'm watching all the games. I watch the Buccaneers. We like to watch all the football games. Putting a little money on it just gives a little extra zest. So you got to take advantage. Bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. Use promo code INTRENCHES and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at my bookie. As a whole, I thought we rushed the passer well. I thought we got after him five sacks. Uh, Dominican Sue had a couple. Um, 
Shaq Barrett has been a little bit quiet. It's not it's not for lack of effort. I'm watching him. He's running. He's he's hitting that corner. He just when you get 19 and a half sacks, people prepare themselves for your ass. People have been preparing for Shaq Barrett the whole offseason, and they're ready because, you know, all those moves that worked last year and everybody was preparing for all offseason, sometimes they don't work. you got to come up with some new stuff. He has to figure out ways to come up with some more power moves. You're not going to keep on beating people on the outside over and over and over. Devin White's a star, all right? He's everywhere. He's a star. He's a fabulous football player. Seems to be a fabulous leader from my vantage point. And you can build a defense around Devin White, period. Love Devin White as a football player. William Golston is a guy who I've heard other people badmouth. Why do we have him here? We have him here because he's an old-school football player that plays old-school-like and is grimy. And he's been playing grimy for the first two games. William Golston is one of the more consistent players we have on our defense to this point. It's only two games. Like I said, Sue had a couple sacks, which was nice. And as a whole, we rushed the passer well. We did. We got a, got a couple turnovers. Now, we turned the ball over too much again. Uh, we had another Jameis-like interception from Tom Brady, which could have turned the game around. We had a idiotic fumble, which looked like literally a first-day practice of Pop Warner fumble. And I made Brady sick to his stomach. It didn't look it did it looked like a team that hadn't practiced much. That's what it looked like. McCoy can't drop the ball in the end zone. Doesn't matter what your name is, can't drop the ball in the end zone. That's an easy, easy, easy throw. And there was too many drops yesterday. I know Evans had an early drop that you know led to a punt. Gronk had a couple go off his hands. Cyril Grayson, who I'd never heard of before, I don't know who that is, had one go off his face that should have been a touchdown. And once again, that that fumbled handoff, that's that's elementary type stuff. As a whole, improvement was made. Maybe. Because the Carolina Panthers are not going to playoffs. The Saints are going to the playoffs. Carolina ain't. And if we continue to play like we played yesterday in a victory, we won't either. That's a 7-9 and nine outing that we'd had yesterday. Not better. There's too many other things that we need to take care of. I, I thought the offensive play calling was a little bit better. Uh, that flea flicker that was uh, to Watson, it was grossly underthrown. Um, for what I hear, there was crazy wind going out. And it, was, it was just a windy day yesterday. That's a tough throw to make when you're trying to figure out where the laces are on the flea flicker. That's a tough throw to make. So I'm not going to make that big, big a deal of that. Uh, I know people are going to say arm strength and all this kind of thing. I don't Listen, Tom Brady can throw the ball 50 yards. We all know that. But I like the play calling. Play calling is a little bit more aggressive. And uh, we left a lot out there. We left a lot out there. But when you look at the st- statistics, you know, they got more first downs than we did. They got more total yards than they did. Their third down efficiency was better than ours. Fourth down efficiency was better than ours. Time of possession was better than ours. What we won was the the score. And that was it. Once again, other than that, in a win, I guarantee, guarantee Bruce Arians is not, not talking to his team with all smiles after watching that film. Because some of it wasn't good. 
especially the second half. There was a lot of Carolina Panthers running around scot-free, and I cannot name you one of their guys other than Christian McCaffrey, who we did a pretty good job against. Other than that, I don't know none of their dudes. They're not big-name guys, that's for sure. So here's where we are. We're one and one. We're a team that people should be scared of, but we still got to develop them to what we're going to be. We're not quite that yet. Carolina sucks. Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta, who pisses away a game against the Dallas Cowboys. You could have put the Dallas Cowboys away, all right? Instead, of, instead you put yourself away by giving up an onside kick that's successful 10% of the time, and the ball was <laughs> – I've never seen an onside kick take that long to get 10 yards. For God's sake, somebody jump on the damn ball. For God's sakes. Everybody's sitting there watching the football. Jump on it. <laughs> I know that's the Atlanta sideline has been yelling, jump on the damn ball. And everybody sat and they they looked like a third baseman when somebody bunted. They were waiting for it to, waiting, wait, wait, wait. No, you don't have to wait for it to go 10 yards. Jump on it. It's going one mile an hour. Jump on the ball. It's not that hard. You jump on it, you win. Atlanta Falcons still figure out ways to mess up games, man. Y'all had a Super Bowl, you messed that up. Y'all had the Cowboys on the ropes. You messed that up. You ain't coming back from that one. A lot of Falcons, you ain't coming back from that one. That's one that is going to hurt you for a while. But looking around the NFL, I know there's some wonderful, wonderful, wonderful football happening quarterback-wise. When you talk about uh, Josh Allen, you talk about Russell Wilson, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Hell, Cam Newton? Nobody wanted Cam Newton? (laughs) Cam Newton? Nobody wanted Cam. Your guy's better than Cam Newton? Jesus. Cam Newton right now is the MVP of the league almost. And he lost yesterday to a pretty darn good Seahawks team, but put 30 points out there. Edelman had his career high in yardage. Edelman had a career high in yardage after playing with Brady for 88 years. And the man's running for everything. Okay. I try to tell everybody if the guy's healthy, he's a bitch. And he's healthy right now. Unless they wear him out, I mean, the Patriots are going to contend. They, they're they going to contend. Their defense let them down a little bit yesterday, but then again, Russell Wilson is a, is a bad man. There's no there's no doubt about that. So, the Buccaneers are 1-1. One one. Victory Monday. Let's all enjoy it. But let's remember, when we went into this season, a lot of prognosticators were talking about us going to the Super Bowl. So let's not be joyous over being 1-1 and beating a really crappy Carolina Panthers team at home because that's what we did, and we almost let them back in the game. So like I said, Bruce Aarons is not going to be all, you know, shits and giggles today. He's going to put his foot down because there's a lot of things that need to be taken care of still in a win because that's what football's about. It's not about stroking people. It's about getting better every single week. And I hope you guys know that. If anybody has any questions for me, it's Ian Beckles at Radio Influence. Dot com. Make sure you're listening to the other podcasts and the Ron and Ian show Monday through Friday, 3 to today, 5. Um, because we have the Bruce Arian show. We got some player shows as well. But hey, listen, it's much better winning. I enjoy myself watching the Buccaneers win a lot more than it, like it was last week. But we all have to understand. Got to keep on getting better. That's what it's all about. Everybody have a wonderful week and celebrate. That's what it's all about. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.
This is a Landry Football Quick Fix on Radio Influence. The Big Ten made the announcement, and we have been talking about it. Everybody's been talking about it on social media as to how this was likely going to play out and when the vote's going to take place. And this vote took place here, there, and maybe it did or it didn't. But we kept hearing all the drops of what, when it's likely going to happen. And then there was the infamous ultimate open mic um, by the Nebraska president, where it was heard to say that Tuesday night, they'll make some decision. That's the timeline. And of course they did and announced it on Wednesday that they are coming back. They're going to be playing football in the big 10 at the end of October, the last weekend of October. All right. It's the 24th. So it may technically not be the last it's end of October. It's a month away. Uh, first of all, I want to get in. What does it mean for the big 10 teams as they are preparing for their season with a month left? The thought is, well, they've been practicing, so they'll be fine. They've not all been practicing. It's been a little bit of a hodgepodge of spring practice type practices, fundamental type stuff, which is good. It is not quite what you do to prepare for a season. While there has been a lot of hope that a season would be resolved or something that could be recouped, um, it wasn't a definite. There are some schools, Wisconsin, for example, that's been out for a couple of weeks uh, in terms of practices due to some positive tests. It's not going to be easy as people think, oh, they can get ready in a month. Well, yeah, we can get ready in a month. You do what you can do, right? I mean, you do whatever you need to do, and, and it may look better for some teams and sloppier for others, but we're going to have football. And so it's grateful for that. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.